Well, let me ask you just right there. First of all, the vitality issue is something that I'll bet you not many people are, are, are quite aware of, but let's get back to that. There's another issue that in the diagnosis process, is it a standard set of rules that in order an MD to give you a diagnosis of fibromyalgia, will they actually go through the whole entire process to find those trigger points or the, the points of tenderness in all of the quadrants? Or do you think they just try and put together the symptoms and come up with the diagnosis? Oh, that's a very good question. I have a whole chapter in my book, Why We Hurt, which really gets into much more depth. But the point of the issue is this. It's a trash can diagnosis many times. People come in, they say they ache, they're tired, they get the diagnosis, and the first thing they're handed, the literature shows, is an antidepressant and a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory. And I'd like to get into this. That is the most common thing that's given, which doesn't at all address the problem. It actually makes it a deeper issue. But getting back to the point is that, yeah, very few people go through this actual classification, or I should say, doctors will really understand the disorder and know this classification go through it. But to clarify, so we know what we're talking about, a true fibromyalgia has these criteria. But again, let me back up and say, if you only have two quadrants of pain, you know, you've got neck pain, you've got hip pain, you've got some shoulder pain, and it's chronic, and it's been there for months, years, you're suffering just as much as someone, almost as much as someone who has pain all over, of course. So, and it's the same mechanisms involved. You address them both naturally to overcome the challenge. I don't know if I'm making too big a point of this, but those are the criteria of fibromyalgia, but very rarely are they applied. People are just come in and say, I hurt an ache, and they say, okay, you got fibromyalgia. And then they're not even given the right approach anyways because they're given a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory and an antidepressant. That's my point. We always have people say, oh, I've tried this, I've tried that. And I feel like people aren't systematically addressing the points that but, needs to be addressed. As soon as you tell the doctor and you rattle off a certain number of symptoms. First thing that pops into his mind is fibromyalgia, and he has a set protocol that he'll give. And I feel like that's sort of the... In what I explain in my book, Stephen, is that there's chronic pain is really a huge syndrome. And I have a diagram in the book that says there's many ways up the mountain. You can come up at it many different ways, and so all these different ways have to be addressed and give uh, examples of different individuals. But to go back to our question, what is exactly fibromyalgia syndrome or widespread pain syndrome? I like that term, too. If anybody who hasn't had fibromyalgia can best imagine it like um, having the flu that settled in your muscle, that ache all over. You ever the flu, Stephen, where you just ached all over? Right, yep. And you were tired and listless and headachey and nauseated. It's like, well, imagine living that way every day all the time. That would be the closest you're going to know what a person with fibromyalgia feels like. Or if you've just exhausted yourself to the point of physical and mental exhaustion, you just can't think straight. That, again, is sort of like what it feels to have. It's that loss of vitality, again, to get into as far as myofascial tissues, the nervous system. But this is the problem. This is what people feel like.